This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation, the voice of agriculture. Learn more at fb.org. Good Monday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. Nearly $11 billion in USDA funding is headed to rural America's energy grid. Two programs were described in separate notices of funding availability rolled out today. The Powering Affordable Clean Energy Program, as well as the Empowering Rural America or New Era Program. PACE will distribute about $11 billion and the New Era Program will allocate $9.7 billion to help stand up more renewable energy programs to the nation's electric cooperatives. The programs are both funded through Inflation Reduction Act dollars. USDA's Rural Utilities Service will review letters of interest later this year, then invite certain parties to submit more detailed applications. Steve Davies has more in his story on agripulse.com. New figures rolled out Friday from the Congressional Budget Office won't make it any easier to improve the farmer safety net in the next farm bill. CBO updated its farm bill baseline and offered projections on commodity prices for the next 10 years. John Newton is the chief economist for the Republican staff of the Senate Agriculture Committee. Speaking on an AgriPulse webinar today, he said the changes were in line with expectations. From the February to the May baseline, the price expectations that we have today are not going to change by any meaningful way the scores on what improvements to Title I may be relative to what the scores were in February. We simply didn't see you know, price increases that were high enough uh, to, to really lower those CBO scores. But what it doesn't change is, is what we've heard, I think, from farmers across the country. That, he says, is the need producers are expressing for a better safety net, including through improved price loss coverage, reference prices, and other policy tweaks. And one of the things that every single farmer has told us is we have to improve the safety net. We have to make this a farm bill uh, for the farmers. Input costs continue to be uh, at or near uh, record highs. Uh, and with commodity prices uh, where they are today, there's certainly a lot of concern that when this is the most expensive crop that you put in the ground, uh, you have to do something to address the risk management tools that are available to producers. One possible funding source some have offered is the conservation funding in the Inflation Reduction Act. But first, that funding would need to be incorporated into the bill's baseline itself. Newton says such a maneuver is possible, but former Senate Ag Democratic staffer and current FGS Global partner Jacqueline Schneider says that would have its own political hurdles. First and foremost, I would imagine the chairwoman would say, uh, we want to make sure that we're doing what we need to do to address the climate crisis. And that was the intention of the IRA funds. And um, something that would change the intention uh, would would be uh, challenging for a lot of the members and those 1,700 groups that supported those efforts. Newton and Schneider also touched on other aspects of the Farm Bill in their conversation, which you can view in its entirety on agripulse.com. Finally today, soybean checkoff leader Megan Kaiser says the industry is taking advantage today of investments offered in years past. Speaking on this week's open mic, she says United Soybean Board leaders of years past dedicated funding to sustainability and byproduct research, which offered her access in a recent trip to Rome. You know, we were in the room with the Food and Agriculture Organization, which is the agricultural arm of the United Nations, talking about working toward zero hunger. We only get to be in that room, not because of who I am individually, but because I was there and they were really excited that the U.S. soybean farmer cares about not only saying that we feed the world, but being a real 
part of the solution to solving global hunger. Looking ahead, she says efforts like the Farmers for Soil Health and its USDA backing could offer templates for future benefits for the next generation of checkoff leaders. There's more in her open mic interview on agripulse.com. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by the American Farm Bureau Federation. Farm Bureau is calling on Congress to stand up for family farms by stopping the unfair H-2A adverse effect wage rate rule. Support the resolution of disapproval. Learn more at fb.org labor. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.